Hey guys, and welcome back to Potentially Perfect. Welcome to episode four. I'm Shyla. I feel like I haven't done an actually good intro in probably two episodes. So just to explain the pod, Potentially Perfect is about motivating you to be your best self, to inspire growth, and to help you embrace your own imperfections. And I'm going to be talking about pretty much anything, anything that's relevant, anything that's happening in the world that I want to help you guys navigate. But today we're talking all about loneliness and being alone, taking alone time. And this is sort of in honor of Valentine's Day because it's coming up this Tuesday. Yes, it's coming up this Tuesday. And it's kind of a day where being alone is... There's a lot of pressure to not be alone. So we're going to talk about how to navigate that and sort of how you can look at Valentine's Day in a new way. But first, let's get into the best and worst of the week. I think I've mentioned this before, but it's inspired by Carmen Applegate from the Girly Girl podcast, and I love her. She is such a good podcaster, and she always does this little recap of her week, and I think it's really great because you really get to know me, and it's kind of like a story time. So, for the last few weeks, I've been doing this, but things haven't been quite as, um, let's just call it eventful as this one. So, let's start off with the best of the week. So, again, I feel like the week leading up to Valentine's Day is pretty big. You see all the hearts and chocolate in stores, and at school, we do a lot of selling of Valentine's Day cards for, like, a charity. And then we also do, like, little flowers, which I think is really cute. You can give them to some of your friends, um, or send it to anyone in the school. Um, I think with a little note too. So for the best of my week, I ended up selling Valentine's Day cards for the art club unexpectedly because one of the girls bailed on sitting at the table to sell them. So my friend was asked to do that and we didn't want her to go alone. So my friends and I sat up and sold valentines and some of them were really really adorable some of them were questionable but everybody has different artistic ranges I know if I made valentines for the fundraiser nobody would buy them but that's all right that's all right but all the valentines day things have been really fun so my friends and I we decided Valentine's Day should just be about showing your love for anybody. Doesn't have to be romantically. And so we are getting each other gifts. And I got gifts for them. And I'm someone who loves gift giving. I think it's really fun. So I'm really happy about that. And then we did a little Valentine's Day at um, this crepe place. Let me explain. Well, firstly... If you don't know what Valentine's Day is, or like Valentine's, it's when basically <laughs> it's for girls who 
don't really have a romantic partner but want to show their love and appreciation for a group of friends or maybe it's like their sisters, whatever it may be. And it's just kind of a great excuse to go out and have fun together. So we ended up going to a really, really sweet place in the village of the town I live in. And basically, it's a place where they serve crepes. So like the little French, like thin pancake sort of things, if you've ever had them. And they either put like savory stuff in it, like in really good combinations, or like really sweet stuff. And so I got like a little soup. We went for dinner and I really didn't feel like just having a sweet crepe, even though those are really delicious. So I also got a soup and then I got a sweet crepe. And they filled it with strawberries, Nutella, whipped cream. They served it with vanilla ice cream. Guys, it was, it was so good. I highly recommend going out with your friends. Like, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be really low-key. I thought it was really fun. So those things, like all of those things, kind of fall into the best of my week. <sighs> the worst of my week was, um, it was a time. Let me tell you. I think I've told this story multiple times to my friends at school and to the girls on my rowing team and all of that. So let me begin. What happened was a tree fell on my house. Yes, let that sink in. A tree fell on my house. Um, it was not good. <laughs> so let me explain. We live next to a woods, my family and I. We have a lot of trees behind our house. My backyard isn't like super big, so if a tree were to fall towards my house, it would probably reach the house. Um, and this tree was humongous. And I, I think it was pretty dead at the base. So we got really bad windstorms this past week. Um, living in New York, it's kind of a given to get like really cold weather, but it was also really windy. And the tree like fully uprooted <laughs> and fell on our house. Now, that's really not lucky, but I will say that we were really fortunate in that the tree didn't fall on anybody or it didn't go into my room or most rooms. Uh, I, I'm trying to explain this well, but basically our house juts out on one end and then like pulls back in the other. So in the backyard, the tree that fell was on the side where the house is a little bit farther away from the woods. And so we were really lucky that the tree didn't get into the house more deeply and it fell where it fell because the damage would have been really bad. Because this tree was heavy and huge, and I saw it, and I lost it. It was humongous. Uh, it happened yesterday at 5.30 in the morning. Um, both my neighbors <laughs> heard a huge bang, and they were, like, really confused. They probably thought 
a tree fell in the woods behind us, not on my house. Basically, the door into the garage was fully broken into by the tree. Um, there was a window in the door, and if you've ever seen those movies where, like, a glass breaks and there are, like, a million shards and not just, like, a couple huge fragments, that was what it was like in my garage. So many tiny shards of glass. And yesterday, my mom had to call some workers and they patched it up with a board because we are going somewhere for February break and we don't want anyone to go into our house. They could have easily climbed through the window. Although, I will say, if we didn't clean up the glass, it could be like a Home Alone situation where they jump through the window and then they land on a bunch of glass. So I guess that could have been a booby trap in itself. But we decided that the boarding up of the door was probably a safer bet. (laughs) Also, to avoid animals coming into our garage, because the woods, I've seen turkeys in the woods, I've seen deer, I've seen multiple deer, squirrels, chipmunks. A chipmunk once went into our house because my sister left the door open, the front door open, so we were trying to best avoid that. So, the roof got a little chipped, a tree, part of a tree kind of broke into my mom's bathroom ceiling and really concerning being that there's a bunch of debris next to the toilet and then just a huge fat log just resting there peacefully. Um, so that's that. And then obviously there's like a lot of scraping on the side of the house. There's a bunch of wood on top of my roof. It chipped the roof. Went through the window, right, and then part of the ceiling, I suppose. But we really are grateful that not more was taken from us. And, like, the infrastructure is not horrible. So, I mean, that's sort of something to be grateful for. Although, yes, it was the worst because it was stressful and, yeah. My next-door neighbor, she was, like, shy because... I mean, my name is Shyla, but my friends call me Shy. So she was like, I saw that the tree went down in your backyard. Like, oh my goodness. And at the time I was at school and I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea because my parents go to work in the morning. And later I found out that my mom was just scared to wake up because she heard the glass break. So she was like scared to get out of bed for a second. So I didn't know about it. And then I texted my mom and I was like, Oh, hey, apparently a tree went down in our backyard. She proceeds to send me a video of the tree and the broken glass and the chipped roof and the scraped house. And I was like, wow, this is so much worse than I thought it would be. We're just lucky nobody got hurt. So that was kind of eventful. (laughs) But yeah, that was my week. Highs and lows for sure. Let's move on to a quote I picked out for this week to just kind of get into the topic of the episode. It is Fall in Love with Your Solitude by Ruby Carr. I think that's how you say her last name. She is a lovely poet who has a few books out. She has a writing on her Instagram. I recommend looking into her because she is really good with words. 
And I thought this quote was super important and relevant to Valentine's Day and just life, especially in winter when people aren't out as much. And I think some people struggle in the wintertime in that way. I know I did for a while. I think it is really important that you don't feel reliant on others to feel happiness, have fun, or feel loved. And it kind of goes with the theme of this episode that being alone isn't necessarily a bad thing. And loving your most raw version of yourself, like yourself in solitude where you're alone and you really are your true self, is probably one of the strongest ways you can show appreciation for yourself and fall in love with yourself more. And I think it's really important to love yourself through life and take care of yourself because if you don't love yourself, it's hard to take love and accept love from others, which is a whole other topic. But let's just start off this episode talking about spending time alone because Something I will say is that it can be so enjoyable. I am a student. I go to school from 7 to 3. I'm part of the rowing team. I do a lot of things socially because I have a really extroverted side. I feel like I'm talking with people 24-7 at school. Like We do a lot of collaboration at school. And then sports is obviously so social and everything else, just seeing friends as well. And it's super hard to find time for myself sometimes and like quiet. Quiet especially because my house is usually never quiet. I have two younger sisters. Their names are Surya and Anjali and we all play the piano so... There's always someone making noise in my house, I swear, even if it's um, not like guests are over or anything like that. But when I do find time for myself, I love to fill it out with things that I love to do. So I love to read, even though I don't do enough of it. And usually when I'm in bed, I would read, but I'm way too tired or I watch a little bit of a show or something but I've been meaning to read the song of Achilles my best friend gave it to me and she was like shy you have to read this and I was like okay and I've seen it in a couple places and it looks really good and I feel like people really like it so I need to read that it's tragic romance because I believe it's like about the Greek gods and it ends in like some really sad way but it's romance and that's kind of my favorite genre so I'm excited to read that also my mom got me it ends with us and I know it's turning into a movie so I feel like I should read it I also love to watch a good comfort show Gilmore Girls I watched Jane the Virgin probably in eighth grade, but I love to go back to it. I haven't in a while though, so I might pretty soon. And then I watched Survivor a bunch during the pandemic, so it's kind of become a comfort show for me. I will listen to one of my favorite podcasts as well. 
uh, listen to music using my playlists on Spotify, or walking outside when it's pretty outside. Lately, it's been gloomy. Um, in New York, uh, again, the tree story. That's alright, oh well. But either way, alone time can be really beneficial for your mental health. It's really good to take a rest sometimes, take some time to yourself, recharge, and those are a couple of ways I like to do that. You probably have your own ways. I might do an episode later more into that like topic, but let's just talk about why being alone is really nice and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Firstly, there is no judgment when you are alone. You don't have to dress for anyone else. You can wear your favorite hoodie and whatever. Like, you really don't have to look any way for anybody because you're alone. Nobody has to look at you. Nobody has to interact with you. You don't have to act like somebody you're not, which you shouldn't do anyways. But especially when you're alone, you're you're alone, so you're your true self. And there's a lot of comfort in that, I think. I feel like society sometimes places negativity on people who like to spend time by themselves when really sometimes introverts or those who just take breaks um, take some time for self-care they are the happiest people I feel like nobody should be shamed for needing alone time and if you're disappearing for a while that's all right. I mean, as long as you still stay present with the things that you're obligated to do, um, you're still kind to people, like, it's all right to take that alone time. It's fine. We as a society, we used to think that independence was super positive. Like, oh, Shyla, she spends her time alone. Uh, she studies. She drives herself. She um, does all these things by herself. She is thriving and doing it alone without depending on anyone else. But lately, I feel like it's shifted into a more negative thing. Oh, Shyla, she never hangs out with anybody. Like, oh, she needs my pity because she spends so much time alone. What could she even be doing? She's probably boring herself. Maybe something's wrong. But I think that unless you are shutting people out of your life or or you're genuinely wanting to escape being alone and you need a friend to talk to or need that support system in your life and somebody to be around. Unless those things are like what you are in a situation with, being alone is definitely fine. It's more than fine. Especially... I think if you spend time alone after a while with a lot of outside noise, like say you're on a trip with your family, maybe a road trip, for example. Quick story time. I did a road trip from New York to California and I spent two weeks in a car with my family. Yes, two weeks driving. We did take a lot of pit stops. Because I think, really, you can drive across the country in maybe three days. I think we ended up driving, like, 3,500 miles or something. 
So we did take a lot of pit stops, but I did not have much alone time. Um, we started doing this thing where we, like, voted on, like, the person who was the most pleasant of the day. Yes, we did this, me and my family, because it was, like, easy to get irritated at each other in a car, even though we all love each other. So we did a little, a little contest, and that kind of motivated us to be very nice to each other. But I didn't get much alone time, and... I remember afterwards, after we got home from the trip, I realized how valuable it is and how I needed to get some alone time. Also, um, you realize that you can get so good at developing skills when you're alone. During the pandemic, I had friends who learned how to embroider. My friend, like, embroidered shirts learned how to cook. My sister really learned how to bake properly, and now she has a baking business. Um, I learned how to podcast because I had a podcast during the pandemic called We're All Queens. It was also an empowerment podcast, but I learned to kind of just talk to a mic and, like, fill out the empty space with the people I was missing with my voice and just talk to a bunch of people online instead of in person um I also learned how to cook and my little sister and I we learned how to grow a vegetable garden and it was really sweet every morning we would like get up the sun would be shining and we would water our little plants but regardless sometimes uh the people that are alone or choose to be alone are very successful because they have time to develop their interests and some people get really seriously good at something. Um, I feel like social media, technology, school, etc. has gone through so much that alone time is really hard to come by and social interaction is hard to escape I have friends who have taken social media detoxes just to have a little more quiet time in their life away from all the random things on Snap and Insta. My friend who did this, she was like, oh my gosh, it's really useful, it's really nice. Um, my sister recently, in her five-minute journal, she has to follow these weekly goals or daily goals. I think it's, it's daily goals um, and sometimes they crop up in the journal. And the other day, it was like, get off social media all day. Like, don't go on social media. And my sister was like, it was actually so nice. And I think she's kind of dedicating one day a week to not using socials. I could be wrong on that, but it's kind of nice to have things in moderation. So I kind of like that. Either way, it's really good to limit your time on socials. I feel like people don't really know how much they spend on social media. I'll probably do an episode in the future about it. Regardless, being alone doesn't have to be a bad thing, and it can actually benefit your mental health and help you feel happier. Especially on Valentine's Day. Think back to this episode, and just remember, you don't need somebody in your life to give you happiness. You can make your own happiness because you are gorgeous, amazing, smart, and can have fun by yourself.
Now, let's move on to a couple of tips and some advice for trying to find a support or a friend to bond with that allows you to escape loneliness that you feel like is hurting you because choosing to be alone and feeling lonely is not the same thing and sometimes it's hard to reach out to people. My first tip is to join a club or a sports team. So the pandemic hit in 2020 and I was a swimmer before. I'm out of swimming now. Pandemic hit and I was no longer part of a sports team. Everything was canceled. I remember my friends were like, I don't have sports and I love sports. I love my sport. I remember my friends just being really, really sad that sports were ending. I had friends on the softball team, volleyball team. I had swimming friends who were really bummed. So I was scared to join a new team because I didn't want to return back to swimming. The pandemic made me realize that swimming wasn't for me anymore. And I was really scared to join crew. I was like, what if they're already so much better than me? Because I started out rowing, right? I was like, oh, some of these kids have been rowing for two or three years more than I have. And I remember I was like working out before my first day at crew. And I was like, rowers are really strong. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, I literally have to get jacked in two days. That's probably my mindset going into it. But either way, I was really scared. But crew helped me so much after the loneliness and the isolation of the pandemic. And especially with rowing, you're in a boat with seven other girls or eight other girls, if you include the coxswain. And you learn to bond so well with your boat. And I think with all sports, there's an opportunity to do a lot of bonding. And it can be like your little place so that you can get out of any loneliness you might be feeling, whether it be at home, at school, whatever. Same with joining a club. You meet people that are really similar to you or have some of the same interests, and it might just make you feel a little bit better just to have those people. Um, I was listening to Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain, and she made a really good point, and it's that if you're alone... Or if you choose to be alone, you kind of allow yourself to take time away from others. But also, some people can take that and decide to actually open themselves up to um, little conversations with strangers and new people. Actually, let me backtrack and just say, like, if you are feeling alone, you should do this. Because, yes, it's scary to have little convos with others, but... It's kind of nice just to talk to somebody who doesn't know you, you know? No judgment. Um, Usually people are nice. Like, I feel like everybody tends to only feel comfortable speaking to those that they know. But it's actually really nice to have, like, cute little conversations with other people. Whether it starts with a compliment. Like, oh, I love your shoes. I actually have converse just like that. And I really love them. And start a conversation. Or, oh, you're such a good swimmer. I used to swim when I was younger. And you can find that you can relate to another person and that can help you feel a little bit better. 
if you're struggling, of course, my DMs are always open. Just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. If you fall flat on your face, literally, who cares? People are going to forget in a day max, and you can just try again the next day. Now, let's move on to the whole topic of Valentine's Day, because it's kind of like a little nod to Valentine's Day this episode. So, I am a single high school girl. Yes, so that's that's fun. Um, I have a lot of friends who are currently in relationships. Yep, mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple friends who just got out of one. I have a couple friends who just got in one and are, like, really obsessed with the fact that they're in one right now. And especially if you're in high school, there is a lot of pressure to be with somebody And it might make you feel badly about yourself, but truly, you don't need to spend Valentine's Day with a date. Like, seriously, let me just explain that you can make Valentine's Day really fun for yourself. That being said, Valentine's Day can make it just a tad bit hard to believe this. Um, obviously, it's a day super centered around not being alone, which is lovely for like me, but you don't need to rely on anyone but yourself to be happy. Invest in yourself. Buy yourself flowers. Whatever. I feel like stores and shops and all the commercial things that go with Valentine's Day force the idea, at least subconsciously, that you need somebody to love in order to be happy and that you need a date to be deserving of gifts. But again, You can buy your own self gifts or buy your friends gifts. It doesn't have to be big. It can be a single flower. It doesn't really matter. Or um, you can reach out to someone who you love in your life. Platonically, a family member, your sister, your best friend, whatever, and set something really cute up. I personally like Valentine's Day because if you know me, You're just probably thinking, yeah, she does. Because I like all the red and pink. I'm a pretty girly girl and love how everything is chocolate and flowers on a day in the year. Especially in winter when it's so gloomy. So I kind of like it. But I know there are a lot of people whose least favorite holiday is Valentine's Day. Either way twist it into something that's as positive for yourself as possible because honestly it makes the day so much more enjoyable and it creates great memories for you to reflect on for the next year. My advice is actually seriously to plan a Valentine's Day thing, right? Because I did one with my friends and I absolutely loved it. And getting gifts for each other on a low budget and for fun is really no stress. Personally, I would think that with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, there would be a lot more pressure to get the perfect gift anyways. And with my friends who I'm getting gifts for, I know that they're going to appreciate it, whatever. We know each other so well, um, no matter what it is. And honestly, I think it's just so fun to give gifts. Once you start earning money, you realize that everything is so expensive food, clothing, etc, etc. Every time I open my wallet, it's like, wow. But 
Of course I'm going to do it for my friends. I love them. Of course, though, if you're spending Valentine's Day with someone, good for you. But anyways, there are so many ways you can spend the day with your friends or by yourself. Bake a Valentine's Day cake. Have a picnic. Do a movie night. And it can be as low-key or as fancy as you want it to be. And I think it's so nice to be able to control something like that. Just make it for you. But either way, have an amazing Valentine's Day. And I hope that this episode gave you some advice on how to reach out to others or how to approach the upcoming holiday. And it gave you some new perspective on being alone. You are beautiful, amazing, smart, intelligent, um, gorgeous, and all the things. And I know that you can make the day amazing for yourself. So make sure to follow my Instagram at Potentially Perfect Podcast. Subscribe, rate, um, review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I really am so thankful that you listened to this episode and follow along with the podcast. I think it's so sweet and hopefully you got some great tips. Make sure to follow along with the podcast because I am going to be posting every week on Mondays. I love you. You're amazing. Have an amazing day, morning, night, whatever, wherever you're listening. Love y'all. Bye, guys.